Awesome. Good morning, everybody. Um, it's yeah, such a privilege and a blessing to be here this morning with you all. Um, just thought I'd give a real quick quick report. Um, the elders asked us a couple of weeks ago to give a like a report of our first 30 days, and I was I was able to say that. We absolutely love Upper Hutt. It's just so beautiful. People are lovely. It's just really chill. Um, and we absolutely love this church. It's just so full of just amazing, amazing people. And so, yeah, we're just absolutely loving it here. And, and just thank you for being so welcoming and just so lovely to us. We, we love it here. Um, so this morning I want to speak about being led by the Holy Spirit. So I'll just pray, it's a good way to start. <laughs> Lord, I just thank you for this time together, and I just pray, oh God, that, uh, that, the, that you would put the words in my mouth, Lord, and that, um, Lord, that what um, I share this morning, Lord, would be a real blessing to everybody that's here. We just praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So the scripture that I'm focusing on this morning is in Romans 18, verse 14. And it says this, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. So I want to spend a little bit of time talking about being led by the Holy Spirit and then also the certainty that we are God's children. So when I first look at this verse, I kind of think, Oh, am I really being led by the Holy Spirit? Am I, am I listening? Am I hearing him? And am I obeying him? It's probably good questions to ask. But actually, it's the Holy Spirit who's leading me. He takes the initiative, praise God. <laughs> it's his doing, and it's by his grace and his love. In his kindness, he leads you and me. In Matthew Henry's commentary, he says that we are led by the Spirit of God as a scholar in their learning is led by their tutor, as a traveller in their journey is led by their guide, as a soldier in their engagements is led by their captain. So our job, my job, is simply to follow. So thinking about perhaps a traveller, and imagine that you're travelling to a city somewhere, maybe somewhere in Europe, You've never been there before, and you're following your guide around uh, to see all the best spots in the city. And the wonderful thing to realise that with God as your guide, with the Holy Spirit leading you, um, you have literally the best guide in the whole world. Your guide not only knows everything about the place that you're travelling, all the best spots, the best places to eat, the best, where the best music is, everything. But he also knows you. He knows exactly what you're interested in. He knows the way you think. He knows your likes and dislikes, your wants and your needs. He knows your capacity, how much you can handle, and he knows your strengths and weaknesses. He knows you better than you know yourself. He knows the very deepest desires in your heart. And also, he's totally trustworthy. He's totally honest, totally kind, and totally wise. He loves you. He's already sacrificed his only son for you. It's pretty easy to trust a guide like that. 
And with this guide, you can totally relax. You don't need to have a detailed itinerary in your hand or worry about every detail because he has everything sorted ahead of time. And his timing is perfect. He's never early or late. This is our beautiful Holy Spirit who leads us through life. Henry goes on to say that it is the undoubted character of all true believers that they are led by the Spirit of God. Having submitted themselves in believing to his guidance, they do in their obedience follow that guidance and are sweetly led into all truth and duty. I love that. The undoubted character that they are led by the Spirit of God. It reminds me of that favourite scripture in Psalm 23 where the Holy Spirit guides us as a shepherd. He is the good shepherd and we are his sheep. We belong to him and are loved and protected by him. This is the easy read version. I quite like this one. The Lord is my shepherd. I will always have everything I need. He gives me green pastures to lie in. He leads me by calm pools of water. He restores my strength. He leads me on right paths to show me that he is good. Even if I walk through a valley as dark as the grave, I will not be afraid of any danger because you are with me. Your rod and staff comfort me. You prepared a meal for me in front of my enemies. You welcomed me as an honoured guest. My cup is full and spilling over. Your goodness and mercy will be with me all my life, and I will live in the Lord's house a long, long time. I just love to um, sometimes just, just read that and just let it just... So beautiful, it just really nourishes your soul, doesn't it, to think of how much God loves us and cares for us. So how exactly do we follow, allow God's Spirit to lead us? Obviously, it's a huge, huge subject, but I'll look at, just look at a couple of keys. So looking back at Romans 8.14, the true children of God are those who let God's Spirit lead them. So it would seem that there's an element of our will. So firstly, we desire God's Spirit to lead us. We ask him to lead us. And I, often, I, I remember my cousin saying to me when I was just a new Christian, you know, she said, I used to think when I'm reading the Bible, it'd be really good to have somebody here with me to help me understand. And then she thought, oh yeah, that's what the Holy Spirit's for. Holy Spirit, please help me understand as I read. <laughs> So we, we desire the Spirit to lead us, we ask him to lead us, and we expect him to lead us and listen for his direction. I believe that God is always willing to guide us and lead us and speak to us. I remember Dean saying to me once um, that he was, he was listening to a speaker about, that was talking about um, hearing the voice of God. Maybe it was Tanya Harris, I don't remember. But I just remember him saying, or he, he was praying, you know, God... Now, I want to hear your voice more. And God said to him, what do you mean? I talk to you all the time. <laughs> so sometimes I guess we, we might have got used to hearing God's voice and we almost don't realise that it's him. 
So firstly, we need to be open and listening to the Holy Spirit leading us. And we need to believe that he's doing that if we've asked him to. Secondly, it's good to be aware of the different ways he can speak to us. As I said, it can be that quiet little voice inside, that kind of inner knowing that we should go this way or that. I remember um, way back when Dean and I were fairly newly married and um, we were looking, looking for a house, looking to buy a house in Palmerston North, and we'd seen this um, lovely old character place. It was split into two flats, and um, we were pretty keen on it. I think we might have even put an offer in on it. Um, and um, in the, the next morning, we woke up, and, and I said to him, you know, I just, I just feel real uneasy about that house. I, just, I, don't, I don't think it's right. And he said, yeah, I'm glad you said that because, you know, I don't, I don't think it's right either. Kind of had that check in our spirit. So we, that was it. We didn't go ahead and buy that place. Um, and the Holy Spirit obviously can lead us in small things. Um, I remember being at a conference, I think it was um, in Wellington City. And I remember we'd finished the conference, we'd been and had lunch, we were about to head home to Palmerston North. And I suddenly thought, Where's my makeup bag? Um, and as you ladies will know, um, <laughs> it was, I just try not to panic because it's, you know, not life and death, it's just a bit of makeup. But, you know, when you add all the, the costs of all those things up, it's quite a bit of money and a bit of a hassle if I had to go and buy it all again. Um, so we went back to the restaurant, went in and had a look, no makeup bag, and then I'm just like, oh God, where's my makeup bag? Um, and I just had this kind of picture, oh, it's at the motel. So we went back to the motel and Dean very kindly went in and I was thinking, oh, someone else is probably in the room by now or um, someone might have stolen it. And, but anyway, he went in and yeah, sure enough, that's where it was and we were able to get it back, praise God. <laughs> Another way the Holy Spirit can lead us is by the Word of God. You know, sometimes you'll be thinking about something and, you know, it might be a problem or just, you're just thinking over something that's happened and, you know, how a scripture might just pop into your mind and it might be an answer to the problem that you're thinking about or it might be just um, some kind of insight or sometimes it can be another perspective. You know, quite often I'll be thinking about people or situations and I'll just have this the word of God, you know, scripture will come into my mind and I'll just think, yeah, that's right. That's the way to think about that. Um, it's such a, such a wonderful thing. Um, so, you know, encouragement to, to always keep feeding and reading the word of God so that it's there and the Holy Spirit can remind you when it's the right time. Um, John 14, 26 says, The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. And also as you're reading the Bible, sometimes the Holy Spirit will show you something as you're reading. Like um, you've heard people say about you know, a word or a phrase or an idea will just jump out at you. It just really resonates. And you can like, understand something or see something you haven't seen before. It's the Holy Spirit. It's wonderful. John 16, 13 says, When the Holy Spirit who is truth, comes. He will guide you into all truth, for he will not be presenting his own ideas, but will be passing on to you what he has heard. 
he will tell you about the future. It's the living Bible. The Holy Spirit can also speak to us through visions, dreams, prophecies, words of knowledge and words of wisdom. And these are all wonderful and um, are often for the benefit of other people. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail about those today because now I want to look at the, um, if the Holy Spirit, if we allow him to lead us, he says in that verse um, in Romans 8, that we are his children. And this is what the passion, passion version of the Bible says. Um, the, the passage is headed, Sons and daughters destined for glory. The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty, leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned, for he rises up within us. Our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, Beloved Father, for the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. Isn't that a precious truth? We've, if we've asked Jesus to be the Lord of our life, we've turned away from our old life and doing our own thing, and we continue to ask God for forgiveness when we fall short, and we're allowing the Holy Spirit to direct us, we are fully accepted by God as his son or daughter. Again, it says, And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty, leading you back into the fear of never being good enough, but you received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. Now, I don't know about you, but it can be easy enough to know in your mind that you're fully accepted and loved as God's child. But sometimes that fear of never being good enough can actually be quite real in our hearts. We know his love and acceptance on our heads, but our hearts haven't quite caught up. <laughs> if you sometimes feel less than fully accepted by God, if you feel like his wonderful plans and purposes are for everyone else but not for you, if you feel like he's forgotten you or abandoned you or you are somehow less valuable in his eyes, you know, that is just wrong thinking. It's stinking thinking. <laughs> I'm preaching to myself here as well. You know that when we allow that kind of thinking to go unchallenged, we're not agreeing with what God says about us. Um, and we're not agreeing with who he is. We've to we have a totally good and kind and faithful God. He is totally consistent. He's not a person, praise God. He doesn't change his mind. He doesn't have moods. He doesn't have a bad hair day, and he doesn't get hangry. <laughs> One of my good friends once said to me that the enemy doesn't have any new tricks, which is very true. And one of his common areas of attack is in the area of our identity in God, who we are as his children. Henry Nguyen said, Jesus says, let go of your complaints. Forgive those who loved you poorly. Step over your feelings of being rejected and have the courage to trust that you won't fall into the abyss of nothingness, but into the safe embrace of a God whose love will heal all your wounds. Two real common areas of wrong thinking come to mind. Two ways that we can miss the truth 
that we are the precious children of God. Firstly, we compare ourselves with others, which the Bible says isn't wise. 2 Corinthians in the Message Version says, we're not understand putting ourselves in a league with those who boast that they are our superiors. We wouldn't dare do that. But in all this comparing and grading and competing, they quite miss the point. We are all uniquely crafted by the Father, his unique masterpiece. Now, I remember um, quite a few Christmases ago um, having a family Christmas in Gisborne with Dean's family and one of his brothers, who is quite a hard case, lived a pretty hard life, um, said to me one, at one point something about, um, oh, you're probably just, you know, judging me. And I said to him quite honestly, you know, look, Grant, um, you know, I've got enough job trying to work on my own, um, my own stuff, you know, my own character to be judging anyone else. Um, we all have our own race to run, our own place in the kingdom and our own function. We have all walked different paths. We have different gifts and talents, different strengths, weaknesses and challenges, and God knows it all. And he's not surprised by any of it. He knows us completely, but still loves us. He sees us as righteous because of the death of Jesus. When Jesus took on himself all our sins at the cross, he exchanged it for his righteousness. That's why it's called the great exchange. Even after, I don't know, 35 years as a Christian, still blows me away. So it's not our job to compare ourselves with anyone else. We are a team, a family, and it's our job to work together, to encourage one another, to build each other up, to expect the best of each other, to draw the best out of each other, um, to love and support each other, and to tell the people in our community what they're missing. Another area of wrong thinking is when we focus only on what we do, what we can achieve for God. We can easily get so distracted doing things for him that we forget to just be with him. And we forget that he loves and accepts us as his children just because, just because we're his kids. It's another lie of the enemy to think that our value lies in only what we can produce, what we can achieve, the results that we can see. We are assuming that God values the same things the, the way the world does. There are many, many people who, for various reasons, don't have the physical or mental capacity to do some of the things we think are important. But you know, every one is just as valued to God the Father as you or I. First Samuel 16 says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And I, I firmly believe when we get to heaven, we're going to get some surprises. There's going to be some people that we never thought that God is going to honour for the way that they've lived. As you may know, Dean and I have three wonderful children. And... Uh, 
Now we are blessed with a wonderful daughter-in-law and two son-in-laws. So from that side, it's uh, Caitlin, our youngest, who's 19, and her husband Ben next to her. They've just, they were married on the 5th of January. Um, and then next is Shane with the braces and Natalia. So Shane is our son-in-law, Natalia is our um, older daughter, and they've been married for about three, three years. And then the wedding couple there, Zoe is our new daughter-in-law and Jordan is our oldest and uh, they got married on the 1st of December. So we, we are blessed. But the point that I want to make is that they are precious and loved by us just because, of who, you know, just because they're ours. They don't have to do anything, they don't have to perform to win our love, although I don't mind when the son-in-law wants to mow the lawn or they want to do the dishes or, you know, I can handle it, but we still love them when they don't. <laughs> and our Heavenly Father is similar in that way. He loves us just because we're his kids. We don't have to earn his love by doing stuff. And we can't manipulate him into loving us any more than he already does. Henry Nguyen also said, Jesus came to announce to us that an identity based on success, popularity and power is a false identity, an illusion. Loudly and clearly he says, you are not what the world makes you, but you are children of God. So in summary, let's be encouraged that firstly we are being led by the Spirit of God. He is the good shepherd who takes care of us. And we can learn to follow the Holy Spirit better over time by asking him to help us pay attention to that still, small voice inside. We can try and be more aware when we don't feel at peace over something, or conversely, when there's a big green light and the Holy Spirit is saying, you go for it, girl. (laughs) We can always ask the Holy Spirit to show us things when we read the Bible, And we can ask for God dreams, visions, prophecies, words of knowledge, and words of wisdom. Because these are so good, especially for building up others. And finally, let's check our thinking to make sure that we are not allowing the fear of never being good enough to replace the truth that we have the privilege of being fully loved and accepted children of the living God. Praise God. So just as I finish, I'd um, I'd love to pray for people, for four groups of people, anyone who has never given their life to Jesus before. If you would like to begin a new life, asking God to forgive your sins and receiving that forgiveness and becoming a son or daughter of God, I'd love to pray for you. If you've been a child of God previously, but you've walked away or drifted away, It's time to come back, and I'd love to pray for you. If you know God is your Father, but don't know how the Holy Spirit can really live inside you and guide you and lead you powerfully, I want to pray for you. And if you struggle with the truth that God loves you and accepts you fully as his child, for whatever reason, I want to pray for you too. So um, can I get you just to raise a hand if you are in one of these four categories. You would like to give your life to Jesus. Everyone wants to just maybe just bow their heads, close their eyes, and I'll 
Great. So is there anybody that wants to give their life to Jesus for the first time? Awesome. Anybody that has um, been walking with Jesus before but has slipped away for some reason and you want to come back today and you'd like to be me to pray for you, I'm not going to ask anyone to come to the front. I'm just going to pray where you are in your seats. If that's you, would you like to put your hand up now, please? Awesome. That's great. Is there anybody who wants to have that, um, me to pray for the Holy Spirit to fill them so that they can be led by the Holy Spirit? If that's you, Pop, can you put your hand up? Great. That's awesome. So good. And finally, if there's anybody who just really struggles with that, just accepting that God loves them and accepts them how they are, I'd love to pray for you. So if you'd like to, anyone in that category, if you'd like to raise your hand, great. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to pray. Lord, I just, uh, I thank you, Father, for your goodness. I thank you, Lord, that you first loved us, that you pursue us, that you so want to have a relationship with us, a vibrant, life-changing, amazing world-changing relationship, Lord. Lord, and so I just pray for uh, people here, Lord, who have not been walking with you um, the way that they want to, Lord, that they've slipped away from you, and today they're coming back. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would just move right now in their lives, Lord, that you would uh, just touch them afresh, Lord, and as they make that commitment, Lord, and uh, as they maybe uh, talk to the person who bought them or talk to a friend about making that commitment, Lord, that they would receive the support that they need. Lord, I also lift up the people who, who would like to be filled with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that you would come right now, Holy Spirit, that you would touch their hearts, that you would fill them, fill them, fill them afresh. Almighty God, with your power, Lord, that you would bring your gifts of the Holy Spirit. Almighty God, that they would just enter into that fullness, that amazing God adventure. Thank you, Lord. And uh, Father, finally, I lift up the people to you who just really need that assurance in their hearts that you love them fully, that you accept them totally, just as they are, Almighty God, that you would just, Holy Spirit, you would just make that truth known to them right now in Jesus' name and in the days and weeks ahead, Father. We ask all these things in your precious name, Lord. Amen. So I'd really encourage you, if, if you did raise your hand for one of those um, different categories, um, just ha- have a chat to somebody, somebody that you came with, a friend, um, or feel free to come and talk to me or any of the leaders um, up the front afterwards. I just really encourage you to just make it real by just talking to somebody about it and, of course, talking to God about it. Awesome. Thank you.